0: they are also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Revoid. were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I got to
1: talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. Biggie.
2: Hey Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today. No problem, Nate. I promise to exercise and eat right.
0: Don't forget sixty minutes of play a day, right?
2: No I'll grow up to be big and strong like you. Absolutely. I'm playing the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressing number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup. Excuse me. And make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player.
0: Whoa.
1: This evening, man, we have some technical difficulties going on. I'm actually not even sure if uh, if everybody's getting the broadcast. We have been off for 12 minutes now, and uh, it seems that the Block Talk Network uh, are experiencing some uh, technical difficulties. So, um, you know, so much going on. We got to do what we got to do. So you guys just bear with us as we uh we try to broadcast the show. Sorry everybody out there listening to the show, man, you guys will definitely be after you my book. Appreciate I appreciate you guys uh bearing with me and my voice is bad and you guys for this time of the year is uh is, is when this happens to me. And um you know, I I lose my voice and you know, coaching is is part of it. And uh you know, for a number of reasons, man, I just I just lose my voice after a lot of screaming and yelling and the weather is part of it. So, you know, so it's all got a little bit to do with, you know, why I can't talk right now. But, you know, got to keep the show going on, man. And and coaching, that's a passion of mine. You know, I can't. There's no way I can live without being able to uh, mentor these kids that I coach and, and be able to coach these kids and teach these kids things that, uh, that uh, majority, I, I won't say majority, but that a lot of them, wouldn't be taught uh, otherwise. I enjoy I enjoy spending time with these children, and uh, along with my kids, you know, along with my children as well. I enjoy spending time with them and teaching them, and hopefully inspiring them and leading them into, you know, into some positive individuals, some positive positive, uh, starting with you know their age six to twelve. You know, some some positive young people hope hopefully inspire them to be some positive uh, young adults and positive adults one day. And uh, so, you know, I take it very serious. It's not something that I that I think you know can be taken lightly. It's not something that I take lightly. It's not something that I appreciate when when other folks take it lightly. You know, uh, there's a lot of people who who set out to you know seize Little league teams, or you know the the county or the city league teams, and or even middle school and high school, even elementary school. You know, there's there's a lot of people who do this for uh, a check, you know, an extra little bonus. Uh, there's a lot of people who do it, be, you know, because their children are playing, and and you know they want their child to have that that edge, that notch, as daddy being the coach. And, uh, you know, shout out to everybody spending time with their children. I mean, as a president of the Love and Father Society, how could I not advocate spending time with your children? I mean, that that would be crazy. And um, so I definitely advocate that. But my point is that there's a lot of people do this for uh, reasons that are not beneficial to all of the children that are participating in these activities. You know, there's there's a number of people who who uh, who who coach or who participate or or volunteer because that's that's really what it is at the end of the day. You know, it is vol- volunteering tearing hours, and uh, there's a lot of people who volunteer that, uh, you know, quite frankly, they don't have any 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 uh, they just don't care. You know, they are just kind of out there, they just kind of around, and uh, this is not a direct knock to anybody. You know, I'm not I'm not making this knock to try to knock anybody that I know or or anybody that I see. But what I'm trying to do is simply talk about what these children are facing, you know, what what really goes on. I'm just keeping it one hundred about what really goes on. And I know a lot of parents out there see it as well. And and, and to me You know, if you're not out there to be beneficial to all children, if you're not out there to do something positive, to be a positive role model, to be a spark in some child's life and hope to mentor them and inspire them to do something great one day and and to be a better person one day, you know, because everything has to have balance. And, you know, that's a large part of what's wrong with this country today. That's a large part of what's wrong with society, period. Not even in this country, just society, period. You know, we don't don't have much balance anymore. Uh, We we go about our lives not paying attention to anything outside of our box. And and I don't know if you, you want to look like I do, but, you know, I'm always paying attention to what's going on around me. I mind my business, but I'm also paying attention to what's going on around me. And I don't know if you guys pay attention like I do, but a lot of people are so caught up in their box, in their cell phone box, that they can barely cross the street. You know, if there's a media, if, if, if there's a UFO in the middle of the street above above our house or above the crowd if we're somewhere in public, you know, most people wouldn't notice. And the people that are noticing, most of them are taking pictures. <laughs> you know, they're taking pictures of it with that same box that we are so caught up into. And, you know, this kind of mindset is is a cancer to society. This kind of a mindset is a cancer to uh, just how we live. You know, it, it's a cancer to humanity. And it's slowly eating away at just our lives in general. You know, we're slowly eating away at how we live and how we respond and how we interact with each other because you can't get people out of their cell phones. You can't get people from – you can't stop folks from taking pictures with their cell phones, or you can't stop folks from browsing on the Internet. And, uh, you know, this is what we deal with. This is this is the life that we're in. So, you know, I hope that, you know, what I do in mentoring and, and, and being out in the community and attending these events and talking to people and inspiring, at least trying my best to inspire You know, a lot of these, especially children out here, I mean, I I try to inspire adults, too. And and some of the stories that people share on social media, which is what I use it for, advertisement, communication, you know, uh, uh, just keeping up. But, you know, a lot of the stories that people share, they inspire me. You know, they inspire me. So I, I can use those stories. I appreciate those positive stories or those positive notes that people post and, you know, things like that that people put on the social media sites, the Twitters, the Facebooks, the Instagrams, so on and so on, LinkedIn and et cetera, you know, I appreciate what people have to offer, the positive that people have to offer, you know, and and I'm one person that builds on that positive. So, you know, we got to get rid of these cancers that are slowly killing the way we live and the way we interact. You know, we have to slowly get rid of these things, and and we gotta turn the leaf over if we haven't already. We gotta make our mind up to understand that, you know, we gotta do something positive, we gotta do something better. And, if, and and inspiration to people in the public, you know, speaking, saying hello, paying attention to to someone's face. You know, there's a lot of people out here hurting. So, you know, just paying attention to someone's face or paying attention to our surroundings. If we can only offer that portion of our lives to society, that portion of our lives to Humanity, you know I feel that that's what we need to do you know that's that's what we owe that's that that can be our contribution to society and you know just that little bit can help uh, uh help the world be a better place I, I I really think so, so you know that's what keeps me going you know that's why I coach these children you know that that's why i, I I'm committed um to loving people committed to uh trying to Give off a positive aura, you know to commit to having a positive message uh you know I, I do I do a few speaking engagements, I do a lot of speaking engagements, and I'm not the best speaker in the world and obviously you guys listen to the k r p radio show, so obviously you know you know I'm not the best speaker in the world, and I never claim to be but you know one thing that I do is I set out to be a a beacon of light a beacon of hope, you know, a beacon, a ball of positive energy, a ball of love, you know, I set out to do that, and and for me, you know, I don't have to be the best speaker, I don't have to be, you know, uh, the Dr. Fields, I don't have to be the most educated, even though I I support as much education as you can get, I'm definitely an advocate of, of continuing education, you know, go as far as you can with education, to keep getting it, keep getting it, keep getting it, but what I'm saying is, what I do and, and what some people uh, might say that I'm good at comes natural because it's something that I believe. You know, it, it's it's something that I that I, I feel good about. Uh, you know, I have no qualms about it. it. It's just it's just me. You know, going out there showing people a lot of love, and uh, you know I. It, it, it just it just comes natural to me, folks. So you know I I don't have to be the best speaker in the world. I don't have to be you know this person. I don't have to be like that person. Because what I'm doing, I'm offering up my heart. I'm dedicating myself, and I'm offering my heart to people. And and you know that's what I do when I go places and you know I I speak to crowds and where I, I have these speaking engagements. You know that's what I try to do. Those are the things that I like to do and. Uh coming up real soon on uh September get that date in if I'm not mistaken, I think it's September twenty sixth. Uh I'm gonna be in uh Carabas County and uh with uh, Jan Morgan, you know, shout out to Jan Morgan, uh a beautiful individual who believes in freedom, Fourth Amendment. Uh, you know, she's a, she's she's definitely a wonderful person. And uh Jan Morgan always has a positive message. I mean she's always uh she's always uh, uh speaking to the crowd from her heart. You know, she's always trying to inspire people, you know, she definitely has a strong message and uh excuse me, I think I said false before but she's a she's a second amendment advocate. And uh, you know, Jan Morgan is, is a wonderful person, so you know, I'll be uh, speaking September 26th at uh, Troutman's Barbecue on Highway 601 in uh, Carabas County. And
0: uh, it's,
1: it's at 6.30 p.m. I hope that you guys will come out and uh, check us out, you, you guys who are in the Charlotte or, or if in Mecklenburg County area, Carabbas County area, you know, it's, it's, they're very close. You know, I hope that you all will come out and, and support this event. And, uh, you know, Jan and I will will definitely be there and we'll be sharing, you know, what our message is to the people. And we will definitely be uh, showing a lot of love to folks. Uh, So if you want to RSVP for this event, make sure you contact Sean McGowan at uh, 704-957-6968 or contact Adi Christ at ctc.net. Or you can just simply go to Eventbrite, and uh, you can get more information about it. And, uh, you know, it's it's, American Li- Liberty. it's an American Liberty Celebration. It's on Thursday, September 26th. starts at 6.30 p.m. at Traveler's Barbecue. That's on Highway 601. So you guys, make sure you check that out. I hope to see you guys there. And uh, I will definitely be in the house sharing my message of love and sharing the message that I do have and talking about some things that I've experienced in my life and you know, just just sharing some positive energy, hoping uh, hoping to be able to do something positive, you know, for people to go forth and in the, in the remainder of their lives, hoping to inspire somebody so that they'll go forth the very next day and uh, you know make a difference, man. We all we all can make a difference. I always say that. I I don't know if people really believe that, but you know I know that we can all make a difference if we just set our minds to it. If we just you know, you just, you got to give it a shot, man. You got to give it a shot. And, uh, you know, that's what we, that's, you know, that's what we're going to do, man. We, we're going to go out there and try to inspire some people to make a difference. And uh, maybe someone will inspire us in hopes that we can continue to make a difference in the lives and in the hearts of others and continue to, you know, to go on speaking the truth and be a beacon of light and truth. Uh, there's a lot of things going on out here today, man. Our president, uh yeah, I, I think people who who have listened to the show before, and shout out to all the new listeners out there. Thanks for tuning in to the KRP Radio Show six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. We are experiencing technical difficulties, so I am not sure if people can get on via phone. But you know, we're gonna try our best to do our thing, man. We're gonna try to keep going on with this and 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 making it happen. And so if you can get on by phone, beautiful. If you can't, you know. Contact us on Skype. You can also check us out on krpradioshow.com. And uh, hopefully you guys can get on via, via the KRP Radio Show site on uh, krpradioshow.com. If you can't get on through there, try blogtop.com backslash show and uh, give us a shot on there. Give us a shout out. Let us know what's going on. Let us know that you can listen to the show. We definitely appreciate it. If you can't get us through that, check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash K I R P Radio Show. And, uh, you know, or Twitter, at symbol KIP Radio Show. And uh, hit us up on there. Let us know that you're listening to us, that you can hear us loud and clear. And, uh, you know, just let us know what's on your mind, what's on your heart. And, uh, you know, try to interact with this man. We would definitely appreciate that much. That's a beautiful thing. Anyway, uh, there's a lot of things that are going on right now all over this country. And I think the hot topic of this nation is Syria. Now, you know, for you all that are not paying attention, uh, there have been ships that has been dispatched to the Mediterranean Sea. They've been in the Med Sea for some days now, up to a week now I believe. And uh you know, there's a lot of people who are who are thinking that we need to be in Syria. We need to help Syria. You know, we, we need to uh we need to invade this country and fight their civil war. Now, I'm not the first person, you know. I'm not going to be the one that that says, uh, you know, let those people die. I'm 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 not that guy. I'm not the one to say let those people die. I'm not the one to say, uh, you know, they deserve what they get. It's their world, whatever, whatever. I'm I'm not that harsh because, you know, frankly, I still love people so you know i don't I don't want those people to die in that civil war that they're fighting that they're facing i don't i don't I really don't want them to go through that. however, it's also not my place to say that we should send you know one hundred to four hundred thousand troops into Syria and uh invoke the United States of America into someone else's civil war. Uh, The Obama administration insists, you know, this case for military action against Assad's regime is getting stronger. You know, they're saying that now they have evidence that toxic gas was allegedly used in the strikes on uh, rebel-held areas where, you know, using the nerve agent sarin, I think it's called. Sarin, sarin. Uh, The Obama administration also predicted that you know, predicted Sunday it would obtain congressional backing for limited strikes. Limited strikes. After days of getting close to the military action in Syria, uh, yesterday the president suddenly announced that he would first seek approval from Congress. Uh, so, which will come back September uh, I think eighth or ninth. Uh, come back from their break on September ninth, actually. And uh, so the president says he's going after uh, congressional support before jumping into this thing. And I'm just not buying it. Like I, I don't believe it. We'll, we'll see what happens. You know, we'll definitely see what will happen. But here's the facts, folks. We're already there. You know, whether we like it or not, we are already there. You know, we're already in the Med Sea. We already have the, the, the warplanes on the ship. You know, we're already ready to go. Despite of what Congress says, you know, we're already at stage one of fighting this Syrian civil war. You know, we're already into it. So whether we like it or not, whether Congress says let's do it or, or not do it, you know, I just don't believe that if Congress doesn't grant the power to go to war, I don't believe that the president will call the dogs off. I, I just don't believe it. I think that the president has strongly made his case for action in Syria. And, and you know, see, it's and, and just crazy. Like, these are the same things that people criticized President George before. You know, same topics. These are the very same uh, 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 actions that people said President Bush took when he was looking for weapons of mass destruction. Now, last Thursday, the president got some resistance after making plans to, uh, you know, making plans for the military strike against Syria uh, with lawmakers in the U.S. and Britain demanding that, you know, they needed to see more proof that Bashar Assad's government, you know, uh, perpetrated the deadly chemical weapons attack. You know, so... Right there shows you that, you know, with, with, with the Obama administration making this case before uh, having all-out proof, you know, that, that these weapons were used. Which I don't believe the weapons were used. I'll get it twisted. I, I think this guy... I think Assad did whatever he wanted to do, and he didn't worry about America because of his relationship that people just don't want to admit, the relationship that he already had with President Obama, which is fact right now. So, you know, we don't know what's going to happen, people. Like, at this point, we don't know what's going to happen. You know, right now, it's likely that an American military operation could happen. Without a formal authorization of the because they're already there. That's my point. And all and, oh, the United Nations, screw them. But, you know, uh, Russia had blocked efforts to seek a resolution, you know, authorizing the use of force. So did China, you know, and, and and Britain and France, you know, they got in there and they said, you know, we needed to see more proof. So at the end of the day, we're already ready to go. Like, our finger... It's already pointed and ready to pull the trigger. And I just don't believe that the person that has enough balls, pardon my language, but you guys know it's a K-P radio show. You know how I get down. But I don't believe the person has enough gonads to put his weapon down. I think that it's going to be the same, the type of the same things that happened in Africa before, you know, in, in South Africa. I think we're going to go back in, you know, somehow military troops, American military troops will hit the ground, and somehow somebody somewhere from America, that's a troop, will end up fighting. That's just what I believe. You know, despite what Congress says, despite congressional support or not. So here we are in the verge of another war. And I'm wondering... I want to know what people feel about it, you know, how people feel about it, you know. But right now, I got to go to commercial, folks. And uh, you listen to the KRP radio show, 619-638-8559. We are having technical difficulties, and I apologize. I'm so sorry. That's what's going on. There's nothing I can do about it. There are storms all over. There's a lot of rain. There's some power outages. And, you know, there's not much that I can do about it right now, but... You know, we're going to work through it, man. Thanks for rocking with the KRP Radio Show, 619-638-8559. If you guys have Twitter, check us out on Twitter. That's at symbol KRP Radio Show, at symbol NC Pudgy. Checking us out on Twitter. That's who we are. That's where we are. Also, if you guys have Facebook, check us out on Facebook. That's Facebook.com, backslash KRP Radio Show. Hit us up on Facebook. Let us know what you think. And, uh... We're all over the place, man. Thanks for listening to Campy Ready Show. We'll be right back after these messages. You rocking with your boy, Pussy. We'll be right back.
0: How many more innocent people? How many more? How many more? What has been the number one cause of unnatural death in history? Democide, or death by government, has killed 290
2: million people on record.
0: Look it up. Go look it up. In the 20th century, government murdered four times as many people as were killed in all the international and domestic wars combined. USSR. 61,911,000 people killed. Hitler's Germany. Nearly 21 million people killed. Japan's imperialism. Nearly 6 million people killed. Western colonization. Killed over 50 million people. Pol Pot's Cambodia. Funded by the U.S. government. 2 million people killed.
2: China's Communist Party. As many as 76 million people killed between 1949 and 1987. And
0: the list goes on and on demand to know why the department of homeland security bought more than 1.6 billion hollow point bullets how many more people does government have to kill enough enough
2: demand an end to citizen disarmament
0: as an american as an american citizen as a patriot
2: for your children
0: enough of the people laying down And letting government kill them in mass after disarming them as they've done throughout history over and over again. Now is the time. It's time. It's time to realize that when the government takes your guns, people die.
2: It's time to realize the biggest threat to you and your family is government. It's time to
0: recognize. Government is the greatest killer of all time. Demand they show you the word hunting in the Second Amendment. Demand our politicians uphold the Constitution and Bill of Rights as they swore to when they took office. It's time for our leaders to read the Constitution. It's time for our leaders to obey. The Constitution.
2: The Constitution. The Constitution.
0: Because a well-regulated militia with ten round magazines wouldn't last very long. So now you know the most dangerous thing to you and your family in the world is government. Because mass murderers agree gun control works. Remember this number. Nine point eight. That's not the time on the shock box. For the seconds left in the game, it's not the number of times I will light you up. Nah, 9.8 isn't any of that. It's ounces. And that makes this the life album.
1: For all your trucking needs, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC. That's Allen's Trucking, LLC, owner Brian Allen and BA Welding Incorporated. For all your trucking or your welding needs or transportation needs across the country, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking, LLC, out of Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Their number is 919 426 Five four five five. Again, nine one nine four two six five four five five. If you have transportation needs and you need to get your equipment there on time, make sure you contact Allen's Trucking LLC.
2: Hey Cam, thanks a lot for coming to my school today.
0: No problem, Nate.
2: I promise to exercise and eat right.
0: Don't forget 60 minutes of play a day, right?
2: And I'll grow up to be big and strong like you.
0: Absolutely.
2: And play in the NFL. Yes, sir. And be dressing number one. Maybe. And become the starting quarterback of the Panthers. Okay. You can be my backup.
0: Excuse me?
1: And
2: make Panthers fans forget about you. What? And become your mom's favorite player.
0: Whoa. Some people say, good things come to those who wait. Truth is, good things come to those who work. Who work later. And work harder. They're willing to go farther than anyone else to get them if you're waiting for good things to come to you, (laughs) you'll be waiting for a pretty long time.
1: This is LA. This is what we do.
0: You don't call yourself a superstar. That's for other people to say. And you don't come out the south side without a few people having your back. Chicago is my home, my love. It's our time. This is a story about my family, my team, my roots. This is a story of D Rose, and this is only the beginning.
1: Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, folks, to the K.I.R.P. Radio Show. My apologies. As I said before, you know, we got storms going on all over the place. So uh, we're experiencing some technical difficulties, and I definitely apologize for that. Uh, shout out to everybody out there who's listening to the show online, man. I see we got some faithful people out there uh, who, who've been uh, hitting us up all all through the night. And uh, shout out to Nicole. She's definitely overwhelmed, trying to get back at people uh, letting us know that, you know, the lines are down the lines are crossed or, or what may have you. So, you know, sh- big shout-out to you guys for continuing to listen, man. I, I know how difficult it must be. Trust me, it is difficult on my side as well, especially going through this whole first hour, uh, trying to figure it out and trying to host the show at the same time. But, you know, we got some help tonight, and I appreciate you folks helping us out, especially my people on the West Coast. Shout-out to you. Uh listen. If you guys have Facebook, make sure you check us out on Facebook. That's facebook.com backslash K-I-R-P Radio Show. Make sure you give us a like. Let us know what's going on in your life. Communicate with us. Uh, We also have some giveaways, and we do some questionnaires, and, you know, we try to do some polls and things like that. So definitely continue to uh, interact with us on the Facebook page. And also on Twitter, if you guys have Twitter, check us out on Twitter. That's uh, at Simple K-I-R-P Radio Show. Pudgy, that's my personal. Uh, We have LinkedIn, or I'm on LinkedIn as a a professional profile, and, uh, you know, a host of other things we got going on, man. So check us out. We are all over uh, the net, and uh, for all my iPhone havers or my iPhone users or whatever you want to call it, you know, you can check us out on iTunes, and uh, we have a podcast on there where you can check all the shows in the past, and you'll be able to check all the shows in the future. By uh, logging on to iTunes, uh, podcast KIRP radio and show, Uh, make sure you put it in as three words. Or just search KIRP, or or you can just Google KIRP in iTunes, and it will pop up. That will uh, link you to the KIRP radio show. And that's a beautiful thing, man. You know, we got a lot of people who haven't really listened to the show in its entirety, but they have tuned in uh, because they've googled us, or they called an episode, or you know, someone. I would like to continue that relationship but you know frankly this show is for the everyday joe who's out there the blue collar you know who's out there getting the job done in this country man and trying to shine some positive light speaking of that positive light i got to give another drop and i know i talked about this earlier for probably 15 20 minutes but i don't know who caught it show who caught the show or who couldn't get on or or or, or what may have you so you know i'm going to mention again. The American Liberty Celebration. Uh Caravis County Republican Party funding this event, fundraising event for them. Uh, September twenty sixth, six thirty PM, I will be in the House alongside of Jan Morgan. Uh, Jan Morgan, as I said before, a beautiful person, well spoken, a uh, uh, a a cheerleader for Liberty in America. You know, a cheerleader, a head cheerleader for Liberty in America, and uh she's out there and she and she's spreading a message, man. Jan Morgan is a Second Amendment advocate. She's nationally she's a nationally known journalist and NRA certified firearms instructor. So, you know, Jan not only knows what's going on, but she probably can kick your butt. And if she can't kick your butt, she shoots the kneecaps off. So that's my type of woman. Anyway, uh make sure you guys check that out. I'll be there. Jan will be there. And uh the CIP choir, they'll be they'll be singing patriotic music. Uh the American Liberty Celebration. Get there early, folks. Get there early because it's a Thursday night. It's at 6.30 p.m. I'm going to be there. But you know what? It's a school night. So make sure you get there early. Look for me. Look for Jan. We'll definitely be there. And, uh, you know, we're trying to go there. And we're going to spread out a message, man, and 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 show a lot of love. So, again, that's September 26th at 6.30 p.m. That's in Caribous County. So all my Mecklenburg folks, I hope to see you guys there. All my people are in Huntersville mecklenburg county charlotte you guys i'm I'm hoping to see all of you there because it's very close all my greensboro people winston-salem people i'm hoping to see you guys there too because it's really close so you know get there get there early and uh you know maybe i'll have some krp radio shirts that i could give out or sell to you guys at a discount and maybe we can donate the money to the caribbean county republican party that because this is a fundraiser event it's uh 25 per person It'll be a uh, buffet of roast beef, Italian-style chicken breast, and much, much, much more food. So make sure you guys get out there early, get yourself a plate, have a seat, it, and enjoy some uh, good old-fashioned uh, conversation. Uh, so I was talking about Syria earlier, and I just want to scale this back a little bit. Like, let, let's let scale it back. Uh, We're getting ready to have a guest on, Audie Christ. She actually uh is the person who's... Uh, partly responsible for this uh, fundraiser in Carabas County, uh, an amazing woman, a brilliant woman with a message and a heart of gold, and uh, you guys are going to hear exactly where she's coming from. So, so get your pens and your pads ready because she's like a book. You know, she always has, and she's written a few books too. A, a couple that I know of, one that I have not finished reading yet. Please don't beat me up, Miss Christ, but <laughs> um. You know, get your pens and your paper ready. As CO said, get your popcorn ready. Because welcome to the show, none other than Audie Christ. Welcome to the show, Audie. How you doing?
2: Oh, thank you. I'm glad I was able to get through. I tried for an hour, and I couldn't get anywhere. So I'm glad to be on. And uh, the event is, the, the county is called Cabarrus County. I appreciate you, uh, you know, mentioning that. The, uh, the event should be on Eventbrite. If not, they can contact me to get their tickets, and we are so looking forward to having you speak to us and give an inspirational message while you're here.
1: Beautiful. So I don't know if you guys caught that. I'm I'm getting some – sounds like you're breaking up really, really, really bad, but uh, if you guys would like more information about – is is it Cabarrus County? Is that right? Yes. Yes. Okay, yeah, that's times uh, contact break. Sean
2: McGowan. Yes. I'm sorry? Yes, at okay, times so. you're really breaking up too and and um, so we just have to make do with what, what the weather has given us.
1: Uh-oh. I know that's right and I'm I'm not one to complain. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> but all. it is Cabarrus County, so. the uh Cabarrus Cabarrus County Republican Party, you can go to their website. The chairman is Sean McGowan. And he can give more information, but the website should be up. Um, I thought it was up uh, today, but I couldn't find it. So it should be up probably by Tuesday after the holidays on Eventbrite. That
1: sounds wonderful. So we'll definitely be looking for that, and uh, we'll be broadcasting that really heavy uh, the week of or the week before the event. Uh, I think that's what my folks said. They'll be posting on the Facebooks and the Twitter. So everybody be looking out for that. Uh just let's move along a little bit. So okay. I was talking about Syria earlier, but I wanted to I want to downscale this and scale, scale it back a little bit and uh let's come back to America for a second. Okay. Uh there's a lot of things going on in this nation. And I got a bunch of notes here, but I'm I'm going to let you tell it because you do a better job than I do. Uh talking about common core. Uh there's a lot of people confused about common core. I think that I think the reason so many people I think the reason so many people fall for this is because it's almost a hidden agenda. It is a hidden agenda, and it's invoked in this country and in our hearts and our minds so many different ways. But people aren't really paying attention to what's going on. So if you could if you could paint the picture and and give some def, definition of and, and explain what Common Core is, you know that would be absolutely great. I'll shut my mouth here a little bit and let you talk
2: okay um, it's kind of uh, let me give you a picture uh, it's kind of like you have a light snow and it's falling and then when you have enough of it you can make a snowball and then when you throw it and you're on a mountainside eventually it turns into an avalanche and at the bottom it just splashes and that is where we are right now with Common Core it was started a long time ago the most recent uh, uh, dates and so on that that uh, where i'm going to start is in nineteen ninety four and most people just uh... uh react to the splash of what common core has done but you really have to go back and see where it started and uh, the federal government in nineteen ninety four took control of the nation's curriculum by the means of three bills that uh, Congress passed, and then it was signed into law by President Clinton. And uh, there were three, the three bills were, one of them called as Gold's 2000, Educate America Act, command, commonly known as Gold's 2000, that was number one. Number two, the School to Work Opportunities Act. And then number three, the funding or appropriations for the uh, federal education program, and and that bill is known as H.R. 6. And uh, the overall effect of these interconnected bills was that the state and local governments could no longer determine education policy. Then after that, after it was signed into law, the federal government would then be in charge of all education policy in the U.S., including curriculum, even though the Tenth Amendment to the Constitution stipulates that education is reserved for the state and local governments. And uh, an organization is called a non-governmental organization, Center for Civics Education. It ha- that has been designated by federal law to write all federal education standards for civics and government. This, and, and this one organization will determine by force of federal law what must be taught in all our nation's schools regarding civics and government. And this single organization would dictate what was true and what was important in this these academic areas, there would be no review of its dictates by Congress, there would be no review of its dictates by American citizens. Our schools would have nothing to say about what was going what this one group determined was true and important regarding civics and government, and this one organization would determine the new national curriculum in the areas, and no one else have, would have anything to say about it. And, you know, what's amazing is that such a law could be passed in a free country. There there was no allowance for public debate. There was no uh, uh, concern for the Tenth Amendment to the Constitution. And, and, you know, how could such a law pass in Congress? Can you hear me?
1: Hello? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here, I okay. speaking to you we're trying
2: to well, so how could trying such a p- law each, pass? The and the reason that it could pass uh, is that most of the senators and repub- and representatives never read the fine print of this bill. And most other bills that number over a thousand uh, pages. And they relied on the staff and congressional leadership to tell them what is in the bill. They didn't rea- uh, realize the significance, or if anybody knew, they didn't tell them. And if they had read it themselves, it couldn't have passed what they call the uh, the, dust, the smell test. And that's even done Brian? today. I listened to some to a judge, I mean to a senator earlier, who had a confrontation with a Supreme Court judge because the same process happened to one of his bills that he wanted the or that the judge had to agreed to uh, you know vote for. And so um besides this one organization now being in power over all education, the the HR6 law also says that the Secretary of Education is authorized to award a grant or to enter into a contract with that one group and uh, to carry out the program uh that that they dictate. And, again, it's just one agency that was authorized to change this na- national curriculum. And whatever expenses they would occur, the Department of Education um, um, said that they would pay for it by law. And the Department of Education also was not required to allow bids or consider any, of, any other group for writing these national standards. And the, wow. um CCE had an uh, exclusive inside track, and the CCE officers never run for office to get votes or are they held accountable. And then to make things worse, in December of 2002, they, uh, Congress passed the No Child Left Behind uh, bill, and they had the same language and, and the same group who is in charge, and they cannot be challenged, period. And uh, so the Congresses has no idea what they signed, or uh, that our freedom is at liberty. And here, well, and um, it, it, it's really a takeover, a bloodless coup. And here, about two weeks ago, uh, an Arab, uh, Arabian sheikh uh, ca- uh, said mm-hmm. exactly that. He said, "I'm financing a bloodless coup in America, because the Arabs are paying for 70 percent of our t- for the printing of our textbooks." And what's behind that at the front it looks sounds good for everybody to have you know be at the same level, no matter what state you're in, but they have a hidden agenda right. that this group has put in there, and the principal theme required uh, that's not being required to teach is as like six seven points undermining the national sovereignty, redefining natural rights, minimizing natural law, promoting environmentalism. Requiring multiculturalism, reconstructing government, and redefining education as wow. job skills. And when you look further into it, what uh, what common core, what's behind it, is really they have the same points that Marxism has. You know, I, I sent you the uh, information of uh, you know what I'm going to be teaching in the seminar come September 14th. It's called uh, Exposing the Catastrophic Intentions of Common Core Education. and uh, Wow. It, the, uh, it says the federal government intends to hijack your children's mind to become mindless puppets of government dictates, starting at age three. And the federal government intends to destroy the family unit and take over the raising of the child. The federal government intends to steal your parental rights They think parents are needed to reproduce children, but after that, they're portrayed as being detrimental to the child's education. And the uh, federal government intends to destroy religion and the influence of church traditions. And in the end, the federal government intends to use common core education as a means and as a tool to have a bloodless coup in in, uh, America. And those points, these, these are my words, Uh, But those points are the same as in the Marxist Manifesto, except they have, they want to destroy private property. That's not in this. But all the other points are the goals of Marxism. So that's really behind what they're trying to sell the American republican I mean the American country. They don't mind if we argue about all these things. And they trick the governors into accepting the money that this Common Core wasn't standards wasn't even written before they put the hook out there and said we'll give you some money, you know, towards the uh, a race to the top program, and we give you waivers, you know, and so on. But by the way, you have to a- adhere to every point that is in the Common Core curriculum. No choice. And so the governor saw, you know, the money, and they needed the money, so they committed themselves for that. They didn't know what it was. They had it wasn't written, the tests weren't written, and now they're hooked uh and and because they can't pay the money back, even though now that they're getting kind of a hint of what it is they want out of it but then I was talking to a representative the other day, and she says, "If we do anything, we have to pay over four hundred million dollars back, so they're you know they're trapped, and even though they're trying to get out. And there are just so many things that that are under this that even I grew up with after I went to school or when I went to school after Hitler's regime collapsed. And it's the same thing, just it's different names. And and it falls in line with what Lenin preached about communism and Marxism, all the undermining of American values, all of that was in what he wrote when, when he was here. So that is, you know, what we're really facing, that it was signed into law by, you know, in 1994. And there's so many other, you know, tricks and so on of what they're doing. It has been, uh, you know, this federal takeover. It's actually, a, you know, representa- uh, it's education without representation. And wherever it has been and put into use, it has been, it has had a negative impact. Kentucky was the first one, the first state, to uh, implement it totally. And in the following year, I think it was 2010-2011, there when they tested, the test scores went down by 30 percent. When they tested it the next year, 11 to 12, 2011-2012, uh, it went down again. And the next, from 2012 to 2013, is out any time. But the people don't see, you know, that it would be any different because of what the program does, and it does not teach what parents think it teaches. It does not teach, ma- uh, you know, the math and, and English and, and uh, all of the academic things that we need. In fact, in English, they are phasing out classical literature and they're putting in uh, uh, instruction booklets from different companies and fabrication booklets. And one in one place they're even teaching teaching uh, restaurant menus. So, you know, it has when you look back at it to what has happened to American education even you know, from nineteen fifty or nineteen hundred, it has steadily gone down so that eventually they will just have puppets that just mindlessly follow whatever comes from the different governments. And so it is something, you know, worth fighting for, and people just need to realize there's a hidden agenda behind all of this, the destruction of America as we know it, period. So that's why I'm, you know, just really, um, uh, my passion is to educate people so they will not just think it's about reading, writing, and arithmetic. Yes, it is. They're just teaching themes you know their children that come home from school and you ask them what grade they receive and they say oh I, I received an a for getting along with people not an a you know for for math or english or any anything else of uh, academic uh, nature but just these other things and themes that will undermine our american standards and if we don't do something we will not have an america as we know it we will be a socialist or Marxist nation. Uh, Adi, I think
1: I think a lot of people uh, would ask the question. I mean, I mean, everything you say to me uh, is very evident. It's like today you don't even have to read. And I was just saying this yesterday to a gentleman, but uh, today you don't even have to do a lot of reading. All you have to do is pay attention a little bit. And you can see that, you know, the things that our government is saying that's healthy for us is obviously not. You know, if you right. just pay attention just a little bit. So, well, but they, but the have, he, is, they have
2: woven the, excuse me, they have woven the green, the environmental uh, sustainability, that has been woven into this also. Right. And th- those things aren't, you know, what they're telling people, those aren't true either. Can you still hear me? I think... It, it sounds like there's a storm in between there.
1: Oh, I can't, I can't hear you, Lottie. Uh,
2: well, I can't. I'm t- trying to talk loud, but there's a storm in between there. Hold yeah, on I, to I, the
1: second. we do have a lot going hold on, on. Hold on Hey, let, let me ask you this. Okay.
2: Yeah, I can't. went to another phone, but it was the same thing. But they have learned that, uh, you know, to do it slyly. They did, They tried to have a program uh, similar to Common Core with math in the 90s, uh, or with history, All rather. Right. And people were so upset that they did away with that. So then they learned, don't put it in so fast, suddenly, and put it in slyly and use uh, Lessons or subjects that are not as controversial. So now they're starting with math and with English, and they're not telling the truth, and all of that is part of their plan. Children are very frustrated because, um, like in Kentucky, when they were complaining that their children's grades dropped, the people in, in power said, well, it's because the tests are too hard. Well, in eighth grade, they're giving... They're teaching eighth grade, but then they're giving ninth grade tests. Well, if you haven't taught the children, how are they going to pass it? It's just not, you know, it's just not possible. And uh, they they uh, don't mind even if people take their children out of school and put them in a Christian school or homeschool them. This program is designed that when they get to uh, the time when they enter college, that because they ha- don't have the right answers some Common Core, they will not qualify for college. And when they say college and career ready, they don't mean a four-year college like you and I think about. They mean a, a community college ready. Right. So, so all of the standards have been lowered. And this really has been going on for, for a long time. In um, mm-hmm. The sixties when my husband was uh, in, in uh, at fort bragg eighty second airborne and ranger and you know and green beret and so on we lived off post and um wow. my neighbor was really upset when they started you know busing children. she said she had two daughter two granddaughters and one was very smart it didn't matter she didn't have to open the book and she said they, uh, you know, she got an A. But she had another granddaughter, and she could, um, you know, try as she might, and all she could get was a B at the most, you know, mostly a C. But then she went to another school, and uh, they had changed the curriculum, and so all of a sudden she was an A student, you know. So this this uh, um, dumbing down of America has been going on for a long time. And there's a lady named Charlotte Izervite. She wrote a book 40 some years ago, the, dumbing, the Deliberate Dumbing Down of America. And everything that she said in her book, which is still available, a little bit shortened, uh, if you go to her site, and uh, everything has come to pass. And so they have under, my Americans have just been asleep. They just felt so safe, uh, they would, didn't think that anybody would ever attack them or their education because it was so much higher than anything else in the world it set the standard. but all along there were people who had something different in mind and and they wanted uh, you know the children here to be like children in the poorest country there can be so since they right. can't get up as fast you know to our level they're bringing us down our, our children down to their level and, and it just smells, you yeah. know, destruction all the way down the road. So that's why I'm
1: you know, putting on this. Six... I'm sorry? No, I'm sorry. Just giving the call letters. Uh, oh. WM3G, 619 on the air with Aldi Christ. Uh, talking Common Core, talking the dumbing down of America, talking about society in general. Hey, let, let me ask you this, because I, I think a lot of people have the question in their minds right now, if they're listening to this show and this is all new to them, I think they're asking, you know, who are they? You know, who, who's behind it all? You know, we we know it's the government, but, you know, what force is driving these people to do this, and why isn't anyone paying attention uh, in terms of representatives?
2: Well, the uh, uh, the list of people that are behind it is long. Um, President Clinton and Mrs. Clinton have been long supporters of this, as far as pushing this. Then uh, there are some, uh, you know, some other people uh, that that in this country that ha- are, you know, have been pushing it. There's Mark Tucker. He is the director of the National Center for Education, and uh, a person named um, Lauren Resnick. She is the co-director of the New Standards Project. Uh, there's a person named charles Quigley. he's the director uh you know yes. of the uh uh Center for Civic education and uh, margaret simmons Well, margaret simmons simmons branson she 's the assistant director those Those are the people at the top that are pushing it but it 's like you know in the movie um with Tom Cruise, show me the money if you follow the money trail. Um, you know, there's a lot of money involved, and this is a private organization. They stand to make a lot of money, and Bill, uh, Bill Gates has invested a lot of money in this, and he is, uh, I think, like a hundred million dollars, and he stands ready to put another hundred fifty million in it because the the gov the different states can, uh, you know, got money from the government for the first two years or three years. For the first few years, let's put it this way. And then it is up to the states to pay for it. Is, the government is going to completely drop them, and the states are going to be left holding the bag. But um, there have to be uh, new computers, whole new computers. Every computer in the school, ha- and all the schools in, this, in all the states, have to be replaced. All the software has to be replaced. And they'll come from Bill Gates. They, the people that are now there's one company that is printing books here uh paid for uh, for by mm-hmm. Arab countries they will um, get the contract to reprint all of the books according to common to, to the federal education standards so there is a lot of money to be uh, to be made uh, in this uh, by different organ- private organizations and there's even a conflict right. between that if you do this, you know, all the, the printing of the books and all of this, and you're not supposed to be making any money from that. But even that, the line has been crossed. So it is money behind it, and, you know, there is a trail that is, you know, just endless. Besides them, there are outside, you know, groups that want this country upside down. And so, uh, you know, but it's these groups that, um, you know, that and these people that are behind pushing this. And, uh, you know, I'm old enough to know what Mrs. Clinton, you know, did when she was just the first lady. And, you know, we, we're not talking about Obamacare, but people really screamed when she was the head of putting in a health care system that is just like Obamacare. And and she had to step back. She was like, people said, we didn't elect co president you know, and he had, and Mr. Clinton had to take her off of that, and it was dropped. But that is also why it was ready When President Obama came in You know, it was ready to go So they are They have been very instrumental In, uh, you know, pushing this forward And and pushing to a socialist And and really a dictatorship Talking to Dr. Artie Christ Talking about Common
1: Core uh, There's a lot of different things That are going on and, And, you know just like what you just said this stuff is happening right under our noses you know And in uh, a lot of the things that I, I would say our federal government says that the things that are good for us you know really aren't in the long run I mean, you can look at something like health care and see that it can make an immediate impact on your on your life for someone who is sick and need that type of uh... uh benefit you know for someone who can't afford uh... their medicine people who can afford uh... to get quality health care would say that you know hey i need something like this i i support health care in this nation i support government funded health care but what we find out is that we give up a lot of our individual rights. we give up our will to live because we don't control it anymore simply because it's paid for and distributed by the federal government So. Well you know, looking at something like health care, I just wanted to ask you, you know, what do you feel about uh healthcare, public funded health care or federally federally funded health care.
2: Well, again you have a problem. You know, number one what I don't like about this what we uh-huh. have right now that so many people have been exempted. You know, the the uh illegal aliens can get all the health care that they want. It has been said, and I don't have that piece, uh, you know, uh, that paper in front of me, but it says you will be able to get health care. We will just you know, pay for it through the money that we can collect from the taxpayers. Um, the um, unions have been exempted. The, um, all of the federal employees, the senators and Republicans, I mean representatives, and their employees, they have been exempted. You know, so the people that actually could pay for things, mm-hmm. they have been exempted. But it goes back to control. They want to control everything. For instance, you know, it had a different name, but it's the same thing. They instituted this in in Germany. When my mother was in her mid-70s, she needed to have a replacement of uh, a device that she had in her chest for her heart. And they told her that she was too old, that they could never recoup uh, uh, through taxes, what it would cost for her to have this operation. So they would never okay that. And see, that's right. part what's connected. That's what people don't understand. Yes, they're going to need these life-saving operations and procedures, but there, is, there will be a board that can say, no, you can't have this. And see, that's what hasn't sunk in yet. Absolutely. And to all of this, whether it's school or whether it's health care, they have tried it in other countries, and it hasn't worked. In Sweden, they have eighty percent income tax, but they've paid for everything, and they're going broke because people are going there also you know the Muslims and from other countries, they have an open door policy. The same just re- a couple of days ago, Finland yeah. just uh, changed theirs. They were known as the uh, most uh, um, generous welfare nation in uh, in Europe and they can't afford it anymore. So they have hmm. up the retirement age and they have just done away with all sorts of things. It does the thing doesn't work. There aren't enough people to pay into the till to pay for everything that the others can pay for or what they're exempted from. But I know from personal experience right. with my mother That There will be a board that will decide your life and death situation, and they'll just stand by. And it has already happened with cancer patients, where they have denied treatment and the people have died. Had they received treatment, those people would have lived. And so, you know, I am not in Mm -hmm. for this at all, you know. When I came to this country, I liked the American ingenuity. You know, something needed to be done, the Americans got it done. Not the government, you know, but the Americans. And competition is the best thing that there can be, not federal takeover. You know, entrepreneurs, people that start businesses, you know, let them deal with this and not the federal government. You know, people will get good health care and, and, uh, you know, because capitalism works.
1: Capitalism absolutely works. Six one nine six three eight eight five five nine. I hope that a lot of people are paying attention to what you're saying and the way that you're saying it, because you know what, that's my message. I, I try to simplify it and make it real life, and and I can speak from personal experience, being on welfare as a child. You know, I understand how the system works. Also, being an employer, you know, I've had to fill out, I've had to fill out several forms and documents for people who were on welfare and got off or were trying to get some sort of assistance or what may happen and also understanding health care programs and, and working in HR and et cetera, et cetera. So I understand firsthand how the federal government works with requirements and forms and deadlines. And, uh, you know, when you're trying to make it first person for people, you know, one thing that I tell them is that you know, you, you're waiting on that letter any day. You know, that same letter you got to say, I'm coming to inspect your house because we want to make sure that no one's staying in there that shouldn't be staying in there or making sure that you're not making X amount of dollars or we need to see your bank account to make sure that you don't have more than $3,000 in there or check stubs or, you know, blah, 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 blah. They never stop with the paper trail. So their right. intentions is not to help you because if they want to help you sincerely, they tax you less and listen to you more. That's right. It. That's never going to happen. You know, so no, the federal government isn't asking for our They're just trying to separate the people from their position as a federal uh, 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 leader. You know, they want to have something different. And they actually do have a different health care plan than what American citizens will have or, or what they're offering up to American citizens. And to me, that's just scary when you have to ask the government for permission to get a certain kind of prescription. You know, or, or well, have food. a certain kind of medical procedure. You know, who do you right. to? Who makes those decisions? As far as so, business goes, you know, that should I'm, be a scam. I don't know thing. why I'm
2: interrupting you or not. There's so much right. noise. but go
1: ahead. No, no problem. I mean, I mean you know, we're well, having a conversation. So yeah. anytime you feel uh, like talking to somebody. In, talk, in it's Germany, for the, lo-
2: for the longest time, too, it wasn't just control that, but they, the government, decided what hours the businesses would be open. When they could have a sale, they could—they would have to be stuff from inside their store. It couldn't be anything, you know, to come in. Um, you could not have a second job. Uh, you had one job, and that was it. It was against the law to have a second job. They would call it like the, a black market job. And you know, in recent years, I hear that that right. has changed. But you know they're they're promoting our government is promoting European type things for or has been for so long as as that is the answer to everything, but it just goes against everything that America stands for and that's competition capitalism. You know who wants their hours curtailed by the government? You know they you couldn't stay open on Sunday because we have you know that has been done away with in this country for a long time. But the only time that you could be on open on the evenings would be on Thursday one day a week, you know, and so it's just uh, all of this. No. It has not worked in other countries where they have tried it. My question for so long has been, if it hasn't worked there, why are they trying to put it in here you know, and and run this country into the ground? It's just not, you know, it just doesn't make any sense of why somebody would want to take down America. We've been the standard in education and capitalism and that's why people come here but then when they come here they want to change it to what they left behind in their country. You know, it just doesn't make it doesn't make sense. Yeah. So my passion has just been, as you know from before, from giving my you know, testimony and, and so on and to now the the common core problem. You know, that's why I put this um uh conference together for the fourteenth of September. It will be here in Canapolis it's going to be an all-day thing. There will be a charge, but it is on eventbrite, and it is under the name "Exposing the Catastrophic Intentions of Common Core Education." So it will be all day long. Lunch will be included. They can, you know, also contact me, or they can contact you, and you could give them, you know, my contact information if that's, you know, better. But people just need to wake up, of, of, you know. Uh, tr- they're trusting their, you know, the people that they elect, they vote for, and then they check out and say, "Well, this is it for the next four years, for the next six years." You can't do that anymore. The other side is more intense uh, and and busier in destroying this country than the Americans are in preserving it. Oh, by the way, it's Chris. let let me ask you, let me
1: ask you this too, because I. I oh sorry chris sorry i and and I always get that wrong. Sorry about that audience okay um, I, I will get it right from now. on. Someone actually corrected <laughs> me and and I, I wrote him back. no, it's just this way, so it shows you how stubborn I am, but thanks for the correction out there too by the way um and and that was one of the producers, so I should've been listening to start with it uh, <laughs> where okay. are uh our government officials on this? you know what. Where where are our government officials on this, and and is there any one or two or few uh, uh, senators or congressmen, period, or any government officials out there that are are speaking on the same lines of of what you're saying?
2: Well, you know, the one that I can speak of here for North Carolina is Richard Hudson. You know, he has been uh, really open and instrumental in pursuing this. Our Lieutenant Governor here in North Carolina, Dan Forrest, is pursuing this common core problem uh, you know and and so on here recently he posed uh, sixty seven questions to the Department of uh, Instruction here in North Carolina, and they ask him, well, in order for us to uh, to answer those sixty seven questions, we need ten thousand pieces of paper." So they went out and they bought ten thousand pieces of uh, of computer paper and delivered it to their office. You know, so it's one of these things that will overwhelm you with information, wow. and not and and the questions that could have been answered right. yes or no, they were le- lengthily answered and it really didn't make any sense because they don't know really what's going on either. You know, they're being snowed under with all the information and and. Uh, the language even sometimes sounds the same and they make it sound like they're talking our language. But then when you look behind it, they have a different meaning to the same words that we use, just like the communists used to do during the Cold War. You know, I mean, they could tell you one thing and you thought you mm-hmm. understood it, but they meant something completely different. And that is the same thing with Common Core and And the other things you know that are connected with it, the environmental sustainability and so on, and you know our brain does not have those meanings in you know in our brain, and so our mind doesn't, and so we' still connect it to what we know or what we think, but they mean something completely different, so it's really you know people parents just need to educate themselves to pull their children out you know of school because that's exactly what they're doing. They are indoctrinating our children. And they have started, they have passed a, a law and a program to uh, put three-year-olds now into, you know, a kindergarten type stuff where they can then also have a program to be, uh, you know, indoctrinated. And and also besides the students being frustrated, the teachers are frustrated. The, the good teachers are frustrated because they cannot teach what they spend all their lives learning and, and you know through colleges and so on, and what they've been teaching—they're not allowed to teach that anymore. There's so much stuff. I read something today where this one teacher, you know, complained. She says uh, for the last 12 days, I think she, uh, I got—I think it's she has her has had her class in her room for 45 minutes. All the rest of the time has been taken up with taking those tests from, that Common Core requires. And she said they'll do it again the middle of the year, and then there'll Mm -hmm. be some others. She said they'll spend more time doing these pointless tests than I have them in my room to teach. And so, you know, then their their hope is Uh of government is that those teachers will get disgusted and leave. The ones that do stay behind, they will be retrained, retraining meaning into this common core, you know, Marxist-type thinking. And they don't know any difference, you know. So then, once they if they stop going, then they are they have the teach um, the teachers from Teach for America waiting in the wings, and they have all of six weeks of training, and they will be in the classroom teaching the children. You know, so it is just people just need to get involved. There are just more people that that are homeschooling, even though. The, the government is going to make it hard for them to get into college because they they will not know the common core preferred answers the, the children will still have a better education and even there the government is hello are you there Pachi can you hear me Whenever you can hear me, let me know. It sure sounds like we're have like you're having a big storm. But um, the the teachers are very frustrated. The uh, government is giving the states fifteen uh, percent to put some of their curriculum in, but that fifteen percent never shows up on any tests. So they will never get credit well, for that. Are you there?
1: I, I think a lot of people, uh, a lot of teachers are frustrated with with what's going on and a lot of the curriculum too. Uh, it, it seems like a lot of the history that was once taught. Well, well to me, you know, it, to me in this country, history never has been taught uh, the way it should should be taught in the first place. And uh, if you ask, you know, today if you ask a child of the age of anywhere around 23 and below or an adult, you know, between 23 and 18, you know, who was Adolf Hitler, I would say over 50% couldn't tell you who Adolf Hitler was. And oh, I if think we it's higher than time, that. I'm sorry?
2: I think it's higher than that. The percentage oh, yes, it, of it's who, definitely it, of, higher than that.
1: Yeah, definitely higher than that. I I would go out on a limb and say it would be, you know, 80 or or possibly 90% of uh, young adults between the ages of 18 and and 23 to 25, I'll say. And and that's a scary thought because, you know, if you forget such a time like that in history and, and such an event like that, you know, you're doomed to repeat it. And I think this is where we are with this common core at this point in this nation where a lot of people who are voters now, a lot of young adults who are voters now, they're so overly liberal-minded and, and so heavily bombarded by the liberal mindset that they can't think for themselves for a minute, and and they can't go, hey, hold on a second, you know, this is not what it seems like, you know, I hear what you're saying, but this is not all the way right, what about this part of it, what happens, you know, they don't, they don't think about the future, they don't think about the chain reaction, so... You know, the premise of having health care for everybody sounds good, but how do you pay for it? And then what happens if I don't want this health care? You know, what happens if it's not sustainable? So, you know, this is where we are, uh, uh, Dr. Chris.
2: Well, and to the the age group that you mentioned, you know, up to 25, they are also the ones in the senators and in the representative's office who do the – Reading and pass it on because the uh, law clerks in the, those offices, they, the staff, they don't want to read it either. So it's passed on to the 20-somethings who have no clue what's important and what's not important because they don't have anything to fall back on. They don't know about any of this. You know, mention uh, the you know the McCarthy era and, and communism, they have no clue what that means. There, there is no protective. Wow. You know, mechanism in them to say, hey, you know, but they've done this before. We can't have this. It's not there because they're not taught. And there is a representative here in North Carolina and Raleigh. He wants to make it a law that the schools do not teach any history before, I think, he said, 1848. Well, that leaves all of um, North Carolina's history out you know, that everything that they did to fight for this, if they even had the you know, the constitution or the, the our constitution, you know, a year before it was ratified in you know, in, in uh in, in Congress. Right. They had it here in seventeen seventy five in, in, in North Carolina and then here in Mecklenburg County in Tabaras County. So uh you know they so it, it, but he doesn't want that talk. So there you know, and people just don't pay attention they are part of what Lenin uh, had in his writings was that you know in order to conquer a people, bombard them uh, with uh, pleasures and, and with, like football and sports and and you know vacations and and all of that kind of stuff where they cannot pay attention, they're more pleasure minded than they're uh, government minded, and that's one Absolute. way to undermine and take over a country
1: and we we're definitely at that point in this nation i mean we we really don't pay attention to the things that matter, and the things that you know don't matter we put our to focus on it it seems like the things that don't that do matter excuse me they depend on the most popular uh political type or or political personality. You know, and that's all hyped up by news already, you know, by the media.
2: Well, you know, for instance, uh, uh, UNC, UNCC here in Charlotte had their first ever football game here on Friday. They had the stadium full, which was 16,000 people. Okay, you try to get that many people together to fight Common Core uh, and Obamacare and all of that, and they won't show up. You know, they, they just don't bother me in my ignorance. Just don't let me know, you know. And and uh, so that's more important. Sixteen thousand people to ha- to watch somebody throw a uh, several bodies, throw down an over skin. You know, to me preserving this country is more important. And I was, you know, in the past I've been a sports fan. I mean, not you know uh, uh, overly. I've been in sports and you know, and all that kind of stuff. And and Germany was very competitive, whether it was sports or shooting. I was a sharpshooter before I came over and uh, so on. So I understand that. But my passion is in preserving this country. You know, I agree with President Kennedy. Ask not what this country can do for you. Ask what you can do for this country. And and you know that's um, that's why I'm you know up all hours of the day. You see you see my stuff on Facebook, you know, and yeah. I'm I'm on there not to play games, but to wake people up. You know, it's it's just a passion that I have to in, uh, infect as many people as I can with this passion for liberty, passion for capitalism, you know, and and uh, just waking them up. It has just increased. Besides, you know, all the 50 years that I've done it before, it's come down to the wire. Either we do something, you know, or we're sunk.
1: Mm.
2: it's easier to so do something beforehand than it is afterwards. If Obamacare, you know, becomes law, we are in trouble. There isn't enough money in this world to pay for Obamacare.
0: No, I think I'll get a it start out somewhere. afterwards.
2: You know, that's di- like digging yourself out of a grave. It won't happen.
1: You know, I, I think I read a stat somewhere that that was talking about how much uh, money was spent now on uh, health care, on, on public-funded health care. And I was reading, and it says something that uh, something to the tune of, and, and it was way less than this, but I, I forget the actual number, but it was something like 10% of the people on healthcare public public funded healthcare yep. uses 75% of the healthcare care that's right you know
2: on everything the government is a, a matter of control if you watch the pictures from Syria you see that people standing in line and getting their things like uh um, tortillas or, or tacos or something yeah. that bread that is from a, a government store. So they can't even bake bread at home themselves. It is the govern—it's a government a bakery where they pick those things up. I don't want that to happen what? here. You know, so it's just uh yes we have, you know, the the different places where you can get food if you make have to make it through a hard time, if you've lost a job or something like that so you get something else. But all those people standing in line are standing in line for those flat pancake type things. And I remember from uh, uh, people telling me that when it was East Germany, people would stand for an hour's, four hours in, in the front of grocery stores, going around the block because they had just gotten in some you know, some groceries, not even everything. They would stand in those lines just to get onions so they could make onion soup because that's all they had to mm. eat. And sometimes by the time the last ones would get there, there were no onions left. The same thing with meat. They would get meat in. It was it came from China and the meat would be yellow and the people would stand oh, no. in line. And one of the most, uh, every once in a while, this picture creeps up on, on the Facebook where there's this old woman standing in a grocery store The whole grocery store is empty, but there's just one loaf of bread left in the whole store, and she's the only one in that store. And then um, um, I was um, watching on on PBS, I was watching a program called Foiled War. It is about uh, times in in England during the war. And then police came in, and, and I couldn't understand what they were looking for. But they busted into the house, and there was a conspiracy like you were watching one of the you know the the detective shows here and actually, what they were after was that these people had extra food more than their ration cards allowed them to have, and that they were selling it under the counter, and they were being prosecuted for that, so you know it's it's just The the things that could happen if if they get in Washington uh, and the federal government has their way, we're going to be under the heels of the boot, and our children and our grandchildren will bear the marks of boots on their backs. And I just, you know, uh, keep on talking uh, to people, to anybody that wants to listen, and even some of the ones that don't want to listen. I don't want anybody to, uh, to, to tell me later on, you knew and you should have told us. So I'm talking. Yeah, that's right. You know, because that's right. when I give my testimony in schools, one of the things that I hear, even though my family helped Jews and my family, my father helped the Dutch um, when they were stationed there in the mid 30s, my mother helped the Jews. You know, when I talk about that, the question that I will get from students is why didn't the Germans do something? You know, well there the news there was worse than it is here. The news here has been affected by the federal government. That's another story. But there everything came out of a Nazi um news service, you know, so we no, didn't right. know any any different. And then people say, Well they should have. You know, they should have known the Germans. Well nobody's gonna tell me, you know, that I should have told. I'm telling. You know, and and if you really get into what the federal government has in store, and you can check this out, because I can think of the year right now. But the federal government demanded that um, P, even PBS and the different uh, uh, shows or the, the different uh, networks, when they show cartoons, they are required by law to show three hours of cartoons with their message in it. Pe- wow. people think that it's safe to put kids in front of TV. Well, they're getting this indoctrination, even on um, Sesame Street. Bert and Ernie were said to, ha- you know, to be gay. My kids didn't grow up with that message when they watched it. Not at all. You know. So um, and then the the media, they're not reporting anymore. And I've I've got that here, but it's it's too long. It is that they are they are required to support what comes out of Washington, what comes out of, um, you know, from the president and so on, and you can't even challenge that anymore. And if you're, you know, you might be able to, you know, know the difference uh, of what they used to report. Now, Walter Cronkite, you know, nobody is perfect, and he wasn't perfect, but he reported the news in a different way than what you see on TV now. You don't see people on television challenging uh, the administration. And if they do, mm-hmm. they're fired the next day. You know, like that guy in, in um, the reporter in um, in Tennessee. He criticized yeah. President Obama, and he got fired the next day.
0: Yep. And it's, it's
1: happened just, so several what? times. I'm sorry? So, the, And it's happened several times on several different news sources.
2: You know, so it's just... Um, they want total control and and um people when when I mentioned that um the um uh, government and the different departments that uh president uh Obama has under him, when I mentioned that he has filled the um leadership of those groups with uh Muslims and Muslim brotherhood people, they really get upset with me and they want to know the names I says listen. I'm from Germany, and I'm from here, and I can't pronounce all those names, but you can go and look it up. (laughs) And every time that, you know, there's an opening, he puts somebody in there or somebody with really liberal, you know, ideas. Here, somebody is now waiting to be uh, confirmed as the part of the EPA, as the leader of the EPA. I think it has something to do with... with, uh, uh, you know coal and all of that He is that person that is being considered Is against all forms Of known uh, uh, Power sources Whether it's coal or whether it's wind uh, Anything like that he's against So why is he being put in, in uh, You know in charge Of this department That is supposed to be supporting that It oh. just doesn't make sense it You doesn't. know and, and it's just but people aren't following it. sometimes they say it's just too confu- you know there's too much confusion and and I wash my hands of it, but they can't do that you know they they're the ones that have to do something. The first person that that president obama you know put into uh, into the office of education secretary uh was a child molester. you know why would you put him in a position like that? So people need to pay attention. They need to pay attention on the local level, you know, when they still have a lot of more control. Once they get elected, if they have the attitude, I'm here, and you just shut up. Yeah.
1: You
2: know, so And we,
1: and we give uh, them that power, too. Uh, yeah. A lot of well, us give they're them not,
2: that power. They're not vetted. They're not checked out. And at the local level, everybody knows everybody, so they should be checking them out. You know, are they true when they tell you what they tell you? Or are they just using, you know, uh, that platform to get in? You know, we've had somebody, or several people, as, you know, here in North Carolina that have said that they were, or they changed to the Republican side because they knew they couldn't get elected as Democrats. But then once they were in, they changed back to the Democratic way of thinking. Even so, as to <laughs> the point as to... You know, supporting abortion and supporting Obamacare.
1: Amazing. You know, and
2: some of those people I voted for and helped elect, you know, and worked in the office, and I'm just really upset, you know. One I understand
1: of them, um, that. I understand that
2: 1,000%. You know, I have um, uh, Senator Burr, you know, stood right in front of me here, at the, the GOP office, and said all the things that he was going to do. Well, he hasn't done anything in Washington, or he ha- is backfired. He's gone back on his word. And it's good that he's not running for office again because he wouldn't make it back in because he would have so many people, you know, working against him because he's betrayed so many people.
1: And yeah, that's why he's not that. running.
2: Yeah, and the people, you know, that once they get in, they, it's a lot of are millionaires, but they have to remember the money that they get paid from the government is from our tax money. And people need to get involved and if they don't you know vote the way the people want them to vote, then fire'. Him. no more tax money you know there's there's no security, there shouldn't be any security you know if if you and I did that for our employees or for our own businesses, we wouldn't be in business for long or have a job for long
0: oh, oh
1: we we'd be out of here, yeah, real quick,
2: you know, so this double standard just you know can you know, stay in place. But mostly, you know, what, what I'm concerned about because they cannot speak for themselves is the children. I have grandchildren and I have great-grandchildren. And I don't want them to say, why didn't you do something? You know, and, and so um, I just want to pass that along to other people and and, you know, be a thorn in their side. And even though they don't want to look, I want to make them look. That you have to. You yeah. owe it to your children, your grandchildren. You know they they can't do anything. You know, is this? Look at all the you know the abductions and things like that. Even when you think you're watching them, they steal the kids out from under you. You know, and then there's uh, that is easier to see than if they're doing something to your kids in school. So somebody, somebody, I can't remember right the second who it was. They said that every morning parents drive up to the school and let their children out into a foreign country to be indoctrinated with whatever that teacher believes, and then they bring them back and hardly eat dinner with them before they put them back to bed, and then in the morning they do the same thing. They willingly participate in the indoctrination of their children. So, you know, something needs to happen uh, to wake people up. And if it makes them uncomfortable, good. You know, they have just been set on automatic for so long and they have trusted the schools when actually they have, you know, they should have been more aware of what's going on. And and, uh, the schools have been, their universities have been a breeding ground for liberal teachers, for socialist teachers because, you know, it started a long time ago. It started in 1700s, and, and it just keeps on going. And they just, you know, uh, keep, keep on having children and, then you know, grandchildren and great-grandchildren of all these, you know, free thinkers. And we have to put a stop to it. So it's, um, you know, it's a tough a problem to have, but I'm hoping that enough people will wake up you know, sometimes it seems overwhelming, but then, you know, Elijah complained to the Lord, I'm the only one that's left. Nobody is, you know, talking about you and respecting you but me. And God says, I have a remnant of 7,000. So I'm determined to be one of the remnants. You know, talking to people about respect for God and, and respect for the children because they are his creation." Are you there? No, that's that,
1: that's, uh, that's, uh, that, that's what I'm talking about right there, man. Yeah, Listen, and, let, and let me ask you this, and right before we, it's it's almost time to close the show, but I wanted to, uh, before we left, you know, when you said something has to be done, I think, you know, some of these events that you're having, uh, September 14th, Disposing Common Core. You know right. that's doing something. Right. That's
2: something, and
1: and the event on the uh, the 26th, you know that's doing something. So, you know, just before you go, uh, let the people know how they can get tickets for your event or how they can attend your event on the 14th, and uh, just tell us about the event on the 26th, if you will, briefly.
2: Okay, so on the 14th, the bond common the problems with Common Core. Uh, that is on Eventbrite. They can go to Eventbrite and put in exposing the catastrophic intentions of Common Core education, and they can order their tickets there. Or if they have you know, problems with that, they can contact me for more information since there's a storm on here. They can contact me at R-D-Crist, oddycrist, O D D Y C R I S T S and Tom, at ctc.net. They can get more information, and the same thing goes for the event on the 26th. Like I said earlier, we hope to have it up. I thought it was up earlier about uh, the event that you're going to be in, the American Liberty Celebration. But if they have problems with that, uh, they can contact me, and and, uh, we will work that out and I will give them the information on how to attend that. Both of those events are going to be absolutely great. I look forward to hearing you and Jan, you know, just fall in right with the subject of American Liberty Celebration and the choir is community impact production and that the members are from several different churches and they are a nonprofit group and they're absolutely great and they're going to give us some patriotic music. So I invite everybody to, you know, go to those locations to get their tickets, and uh, we're planning on, you know, making a difference. We'll
1: definitely do that. And uh, September 26th, don't forget, folks, uh, American Liberty Celebration, uh, Cabarrus County, September 26th uh, again at 6.30 p.m. That's a Thursday, if I'm not mistaken. Is that right?
2: Yeah, it's it's a Thursday. Yeah, about the buffet will start at six thirty. The program will start at seven.
1: All right, so get there, folks. Get there early. Uh, remember, it's twenty five dollars per person. Jan Morgan, myself, CIP Choir. I mean, that's a heck of a deal, I think. So hope yeah, that see the, you folks there. Yeah, Doctor Chris, you've uh, been all an day, all
2: day event on the fourteenth including lunch
1: is $50. So, you, there it is, folks. Hey, you. when people ask if, if something can be done, you know, there are always somebody out there making something happen. There are always people like yourself out there working, and that's why I love to have people such as yourself on the show to enlighten me and us and all of my listeners and, uh, you know, inspire us and spark us through the week. So, you know... Dr. Chris, I appreciate you coming on the show, and uh, I can't wait to have you on again.
2: Well, I appreciate the uh, platform. If anybody has questions, they should write you, and you know you can pass them along to me, and we can cover those on another show.
1: Yeah, that that sounds like a plan. We'll definitely do that. I'll be looking forward to that.
2: Well, I appreciate it, and I appreciate you, and I appreciate the platform, and... I wish you good night.
1: All right. Thanks, uh, Doctor Chris and, and have a good night. I'll see you soon.
2: Okay. Thanks a lot. Bye bye. All
1: right, take care. Thanks for listening to the KRP radio show, folks. September will be a busy month for you. Boy. Uh you know, we got football going on as I talked about earlier. And uh, you know, my mentor program with those kids six, six to thirteen. And uh, you know, Hey, man, that, that that's my everything right now. I got a few speaking engagements. I'll be in Cabarrus. I'll be in Mecklenburg County. I'll be in the mountains. You know, look for the dates on the Facebook page. It's Facebook.com backslash K R P radio show. Also be in Joe Miyoki in the mountains uh, at a tea party. All right, so I hope that everybody will join me out there at the at the tea party in Joe Miyoki on the 28th. Uh, my family will be there along with your family Hope to see you guys there. I have a message for the people that day, so I cannot wait for you guys to attend that with us. Thanks for listening to the KRP Radio Show, baby. You are B-I-G in my book, and we'll catch you guys next week as we talk about fair tax. So make sure you tune in next week. We're going to talk about some fair taxes, all right? Have a good weekend. One love. K-I-R-P Radio!
2: Real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real gon' recognize, real. real. Only gon' recognize. Still, I reckon I will. Like we always do, with
1: this time. I go for mine, I got to shine. and throw so your hands.